0: Take all the glory in all of this, Lord. Put my love on you. On you. You deserve every love on you. With this very breath you. We'll you deserve you. every love on you. With this very breath we'll praise you. You deserve every good. It is your song. breath, and how long so? Oh. You deserve all our It is you You deserve every love for you. you deserve you deserve yeah. you deserve every worship given to you deserve, you. you deserve you deserve yeah. you deserve every prayer Object of my affection, yes you you are. You are, you are, you are. He
1: Hey. You are you are good. Estufante palitanangi etena Kilebodoj na kiatabale Zebreti kalandoj na paikatelendos kabe Shandebede Yes Yes Hallelujah Take a moment and just lift your voice to the Lord tonight Before we carry on Make your voice heard tonight worship the lord in the beauty of holiness give the praise that is due his name unto the king eternal unto the reigning king unto the lord almighty be blessing and glory and honor and power now and forever now and forever Zakurabya kombe zigele bori akaviatononde kavinda bori akavinda lavuzne ketela sokomam prati aketela sokromanta pia sokromanta pia so ketela ishbaradous na kiatena sorondo brekiatonde oh we bless you oh we bless you we give you glory we give you glory tonight we acknowledge that there is none like you anywhere none compares to you creator of the universe none can compare to the things you do sovereign you are we worship and adore you we stand in awe of you we praise and exalt you we are in awe of you we are in awe of you we are in awe of you we are in awe awe. We are in all Seleko vot palado na kia Ze kele do rabawa nadia Zikala do vati a koman sabratikelenda Rekete bere dogi la brado na Zebre kia katala Zivre boo bo san telebelket a dandi e kelia, baburia baburiakab. zobro kiatela. Zekele.
0: Zhikura
1: baba bababa. Mantele. Yes. Kelebo stadiakaba. Stelebas do rieki bele babandi akela. Mantele kuriya babata. Man zebrekiyatu rombi, zebre cura babate, ija babona, ija babona, ija babona, ija babona, 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 babona. Rekete baranti e Zigrebia teva, zigrabi a koria babadoz zebre kunamba babwa Zebra kukore rekati ya babona, zekiti ya kata bobori ya kata Zebro kunambre ki ya tela godiate Zebra kunambre kia tela, zebro kunambre, kia kunambre kia 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 santa lababobi kata Santa babobobi ya kata, santa labobie la la kurondi Kiledoz so nabia katande beleketi ya papande liyakata papanda rakata biyaka papande leketi ata zoro koti ya babona kiasabara babona zigele veti ya karabona niyakata oh we give know, you, glory. you right yes. glory 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 hallelujah hallelujah you are welcome, you in, this are you are welcome in this place tonight you are welcome in this place tonight you are welcome in this place tonight make yourself known Make yourself known. Make yourself known. Make yourself known. Throw your weight about. Throw your weight about. Shalekobala. Ikunambre kia tadado Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, King. Thank you, Father. Thank you, King. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. We acknowledge you tonight. We extol you tonight, O sovereign one, as we go to the table of your word. (sighs) Help us to find the delicacy of your proceeding word. Tonight we don't just want the word or a word. We want the proceeding word. The fresh word, the now word. What you are currently saying. Nothing else will do. This is our desire. Nothing else will do. This is our desire nothing else will do, this is our desire and so we worship you. Come and take your place tonight. Come and be enthroned upon the praises of your people, show out Let your praise resound. Do things that only you can do. Engineer atmospheres only you can accomplish. Let there be outcomes that must point to a holy and a righteous and a powerful God. Give us cause to shout your praise across the earth we thank you we bless you we adore you and we magnify you it is to you that we say amen amen and amen somebody somewhere clap your hands oh you people and join me in shouting to God tonight with a voice of triumph come on give him praise give him praise we bless your name oh God hallelujah 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 all right welcome everybody tonight for night 4 of this Passover consecration season. Um, And it includes both the week, the week, not weep, the week of apostolic emphasis uh, that started on Tuesday and actually is ending tomorrow. You've had a great time in the presence of the Lord, just feasting on His word and opening the scriptures. Uh, But Fear not and weep not because it is part of a wider uh, season, the consecration journey. We're currently in 12 days of fasting and praying. That will continue till the 16th Sunday, next week Sunday, the 16th of April. And of course, the last two days, uh, first of all, next week Saturday is The Forge and we'll be gathering in the City of London, Central London to be precise, Holborn for 12 hours of prayer you might want to add worship as well but 12 hours of communion of interaction with the lord and of course next week sunday we're going to top it up with a sunday service uh, the first at the london's at the central london embassy building in holborn and of course for those two days my brother apostle gideon odoma will be with us Again, the Kingdom Culture Summit is happening. The dates are now confirmed in ink. Put them in your diary. From the 28th of November to the 3rd of December, we will be gathering in the city of London uh, for the Kingdom Culture Summit 2023. The theme is government, government. And I'm looking forward to a spectacular time in the presence of the lord so now i was also uh it bears reminding before i show my face again tonight is a friday and actually let me address this actually so i was i was listening back to yesterday night's uh service and i realized that i had a had a moment where my mouth and my brain didn't fully connect Contrary to what I said, which was an error, um, my brain wasn't, anyway, no excuse. Contrary to what I said, this weekend actually is the Passover. In fact, today is, last night going into today is the full moon. so today technically is the full moon day. I started last night coming into today. And so on the, on the Hebrew calendar, hear me now, on the Hebrew calendar this weekend, is the moment of the passover so we are right now in the period in between where jesus died and where he resurrected now we will talk about that on sunday Uh, i will preach about that on sunday i have preached about the passover several years over the years and somebody may wonder so why didn't you spend this last few days well because there's very little that i was going to say about it i haven't already said before Uh, the playlists are here on youtube you can go and refresh yourself but when i sought the lord about what he would have us focus on this was the message and on sunday i'm going to tie the concept of weep not into uh the passover and the resurrection and what it means for us as a new testament church but i did say yesterday that it was next week that was an error i meant i should have said this week so it is this week uh and so today being quote unquote the full moon the middle of the month the actual passover day itself yesterday into today uh we're gathering at the press at fa- uh, we're gathering at the press on a friday at 11 p.m uk time so i'm going to do my best to get through today quickly this evening so that we finish roughly about half an hour earlier than normal than we've been finishing over the course of the week so we can get a little bit of rest and come back for 11 p.m uh for a special one hour passover press we're going to be seeking the lord tonight for supernatural transactions uh in this new dispensation as we now move into the official period between passover first pentecost and then uh the atonement for feasts where extensive supernatural activity and acceleration is possible both for good and for bad but we will take advantage of it for good Aaron good to see you brother how have you been yep the Passover the Passover all right get your Bibles out tonight tonight we're going to be wrapping up the concept or the, the part of this curriculum we've not looking at the comforter and the ministry of comfort so the comforter and the ministry of comfort is what we've been looking at since yesterday we're going to carry on with it today and then uh, tomorrow like I said We will tie up some loose ends tomorrow will also be a time of of a prophetic declaration and prayer and supernatural supplication or and supplication for supernatural intervention and then on sunday there will be a special passover sermon that ties the concept of weep not into this divine season and what god is saying about how you can activate that ministry of comfort and consolation from the lord right so get your bibles out of course as usual there's three playlists in the description one is the playlist of just this week the week of apostolic emphasis all the teachings the second is the playlist of the entire consecration season starting from tuesday that will run till next week sunday and then the third is the playlist of uh, almost all of the previous weeks of apostolic emphasis that have gone before uh, and in case you want to follow up on some of the amazing things we've looked at from scriptures over that time you are more than welcome to do so all right let's go so let's go back to the bible and like i said when you are studying things like this in scripture get a lexicon type in a certain word or group of words that you know like for instance comfort comforted comfortable comforter cry weep tears mourn things of that nature and study every single bible verse on the topic it will give you a broad view of scripture which to be frank our generation really lacks our generation is very very anointed very gifted and we're very good at wielding a little bit of the scripture uh for effect but we have lost i'm, I'm of the opinion we are losing i should say if care is not taken the art of the patient study from genesis to revelation of a thread of thought throughout scripture so and that's what helps us uh, avoid error and excess or excitement camouflaging as the voice of God many preachers have preached things in emotional excitement staring at a scripture believing it was the word of the counsel of the Lord and they would have avoided those mistakes and you know over the course of the years I wouldn't be surprised if especially as a younger preacher I fell into the same trap myself but those errors can be very very easily avoided if you have a a bird's eye view of what the Bible is saying about every single topic. And therefore you then have a safe platform from which to exegete, hermeneut and understand and communicate, uh, individual scriptural passages, references, or what we call revelation. And so today we're going, we're carrying on with our word study of the word comfort. Our word study of the word comfort however we're going to take it a slightly different direction today because i want to show you what happens every single time jesus instructs someone to quote and unquote receive the ministry of comfort and so first of all let's just put this up on the screen chrissy thank you so much as usual can we celebrate minister christiana Adedigba? or if i want to make her and her mom laugh i'll say Adedigba. but i think we all know how to pronounce it thank you chrissy for your service and your faithfulness the lord richly bless you in jesus name right so what am i looking for no that's not the one there we go is this it let me see i think this is it cool excellent so if you type in the word comfort into the blue or any other greek lexicon good to see you mr biden good to see you jackie mrs O'Kellam. Aaron. Natalia, a.k.a. Gabriella, and of course my girlfriend, you know, my sons were asking me the other day, why are you always calling mommy your girlfriend? I'm like, because she is. (laughs) Sila. enough said, because she is. Alrighty, and so you type in comfort, it'll give you, like I told you yesterday, 66 different times that the exact word comfort is used in the King James Bible. Now, I want us to look at the New Testament today because I want us to look at the word comfort through the eyes of Jesus. There's a few Old Testament references we did not get to yesterday, but do your homework, your your believer, you should be a Berean Christian. Go just type in the word and do it yourself. But I want us to look at the New Testament today because there's a pattern I want you to see. And it should bless you. Like I said, I'm going to be teaching and our entire time today should hopefully not take us much past 8 30 uk time so that's roughly an hour and six minutes from now maybe at worst an hour and 15 from now uh because we're back tonight if you remember for the press a special passover night press and tonight we're going to be trusting god for supernatural transactions so come one come all it'll be happening on the prayer culture uh telegram or the prayer culture youtube channel stream happening from the prayer culture 24 7 zoom prayer room and the details of all of those are on your screen right so new testament the first time the word comfort is used in the new testament is in the book of matthew chapter 9 the bible says jesus turned about him and when he saw her we see the same concept let's go there real quick so matthew chapter 9 now this is the woman with the issue of blood mm. This is the woman with the issue of blood Behold the woman which was diseased With an issue of blood Twelve years came behind him And touched the hem of his garment And she said within herself If I may but touch the hem of his garment I shall be whole But Jesus turned about And when he saw her That same word again Edo He said Daughter Be of good comfort Why? Your faith has made you whole and she was made whole from that hour the phrase hour there's not necessarily talking about a literal 60 minutes it means from that moment from that period of time now if you go back to uh well let's do it this way we hit Strong's right and we look at the word comfort in the Greek it's the word Tharsio I told you yesterday in both Hebrew and Greek meaning the Old Testament in Hebrew and the New Testament in Greek the concept of comfort is presented two primary ways one stops at consolation and the other includes consolation but extends to intervention uh, and correction of the issue that is causing a need for consolation And we see that almost without exception, the vast, I'd say 99% of the time in the Bible, when God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit is involved in the reference to comfort, it is never, almost never, just consolation. It is 99.9% of the time, almost completely, all the time, extending towards. An intervention in the area that was causing the mourning or the need for consolation now this word is the word used the first time in the Greek it's the word tharsio it means to be of good or well, it's translated five times be of good cheer and three times be of good comfort so it's used eight times in the New Testament And it literally means to have courage. Someone say, have courage. It means to, in essence, to no longer be afraid or sad. It means to, is an instruction to imbibe a degree of strength and fortitude in expectation of an outcome. Stick with me, I repeat. It means to muster up or derive a sense of faith and fortitude in expectation of an outcome. So when Jesus says, be of good comfort, he's saying, I want you to, like, 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 like Bartimaeus did, take off the robe of your problem. Take off the atmosphere of wallowing in your problem. He's saying, uh, no longer surrender to the depressive and emotionally uh, oppressive atmosphere that comes with being a victim of the issue. Have hope, have expectation, take courage to move. Why? Because I'm about, as I'm about to show you. Without exception, when this, ver- when this word is used of Jesus in the New Testament, without exception, it is because something's about to happen. Are you with me? Let me know that you're following me in the comment section. I, w- I want to know that you're following me. I repeat, this word is used eight times, right? And every single time in the New Testament it is used. It is followed by action. It is not an empty consolation. All right, now let's go, let's go Chrissy. So this is the word, like I said, it's used eight times. Now, if you scroll down in the the blue letter Bible, it'll show you all of the eight times it is used, right? Every single one of them. And you will notice that with the exception of the last one, it is all used about Jesus's earthly ministry. And even that last one is used about Jesus speaking to the Apostle Paul in his risen state. In essence, this word in the New Testament is the exclusive preserve of the Lord. Why is that important? Because we spoke yesterday about the fact she, she is... Yes, so Shay is the, uh, you know, I said every class we have a student who is so far ahead of the of the syllabus. So Shay is our, our star student for tonight because I was actually going to go there before we were done tonight. Alrighty. Um, Chrissy, help me tell her I said no. Thank you very much. But I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love. I should have it somewhere uh, if I can find it. And I can't find it, but I'll just have to manage without it. Cool, so... Um, although she can find it, that's great. So maybe maybe I do need it after all. Private conversation between myself, uh, Chrissy, and my girlfriend. So this word is always used in the New Testament about Jesus. And I want us to go through every single time it's used. And then maybe we'll look at a few Old Testament examples of the same concept in action. Number one, Matthew chapter 9, verse 8. It's the first time it's used right in the new testament they brought to jesus a man sick of the palsy a man who was paralyzed immobilized now this could be in your case a physical sickness or paralysis it could be an emotional paralysis it could be a mental health issue it could be grief pain disappointment whatever it is it could be demonic Immobilization, the inability to move forward and make headway. But this is a man who is paralyzed, lying on a bed. The Bible says Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the man, Be of good cheer. That word, chair, is the word for comfort. Right? If you look at it, it's the word for comfort. Tharceo, same word. It's the first time it's used. So Jesus looks at a man who is paralyzed. And he says to the man, be of good comfort. In a sense, receive comfort, receive strengthening, like we looked at yesterday, receive not just consolation, but a sense of emboldenment and empowerment. Why? Because Jesus knows that he is about to intervene. And as we look at the story, he says. Be of good comfort. Your sins are forgiven you. The Pharisee says, what's this guy saying? And Jesus says, let me show you what I'm saying, right? And he tells the man, arise, take up your bed and go unto your house. Now, I'm tempted to dig into that deeper, but I won't. Because he literally said, be of good comfort your sins are forgiven he then says to prove that i have power to forgive sins in essence there was a sin issue involved in his paralysis either his sin generational sin but i don't want to get i mean the the teacher in me is tempted to dig into that a little bit um but i don't want to go too far into that but you understand the concept jesus says be of good comfort He, he he instructs the mourning and the weeping to end He says, I'm going to receive the ministry of comfort. And the next thing that happens is this man uh, is healed of his paralysis. All right. The second time, like we saw, is the time of the woman with the issue of blood. He says to her daughter, be of good comfort. Same word. Why? Your faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Matthew 14, verse 17. Matthew 14, verse 17. Now, Jesus is literally walking on the water. There's a storm on the sea. The disciples are afraid they're going to drown. And Jesus walks to them and he says, Be of good cheer. It's the same word, comfort. It is I, be not afraid. Peter answered and said, If it is you, bid me to come unto you jesus says come peter starts drowning jesus rescues him he comes into the ship and the wind seizes let me know in the comment section that you're following this train of thought right so that's the third time the fourth time right is in mark chapter 6 verse 50 it's the same story it's just repeated in a different gospel he's walking on the sea they're about to drown he tells them, be of good comfort why it is I. In essence, be of good comfort because I have arrived. And of course, we know what happens next. He enters the sea, the, the ship and the wind ceases. Mark 10, 49. This is Bartimaeus. This is the story of Bartimaeus, right? He's sitting down at Jericho. He hears, he hears Jesus is coming. He cries out and says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. They charged him to hold his peace. He cried the more. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. They called the blind man, right? And they told him, be of good comfort. It's the same word, Tharcio. He's calling thee. So now the reason to be, uh, to receive the ministry of comfort is Jesus is sending for you. And he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him what he wants he says dur i want to receive my sight jesus says go your faith has made you whole that's number five number six right so number six is the same story of the woman with the issue of blood in a different uh gospel she comes she t- she touches the hem of his garment he says to her daughter be of good comfort same word, thasio your faith has made you whole go in peace and of course, we know what happened next. She was healed. Uh, number seven, Jesus is talking to his disciples on his way out of the world. I told you the conversation started in John 14. He starts talking about the comforter in the context of him leaving. He finishes that, comfort, that conversation in John 16:33 33. Or in John 16, sorry. Let's go back up just a little bit to see what he says about comfort earlier here, right? He says, nevertheless, verse 7, I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you that I go away. For if I don't go away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I'll send him unto you, right? And when he's come, he will do these things. He'll reprove the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. He then goes on to explain. When the Spirit of Truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He'll speak of himself. Whatsoever he hears, he will speak. In essence, he's an extension of Jesus. That's the point I was trying to make earlier by... I'm showing you what tasio, what comfort means when it's used about Jesus because the Holy Spirit's job is literally to take of Jesus' ministry and release or represent or demonstrate it to us. In essence, the Holy Spirit in his effect in the life of the believer is designed to simulate the exact same effect Jesus would have if he was present with you physically. And at the end of this entire conversation, he then says, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. He says, in the world, you will have tribulation. Let's look at the word tribulation. We we looked at this two days ago, but let's look at it again. The fact that the believer is allowed to go through trials philipsis right the believer is allowed to suffer things it is biblical for a believer to go through pressure affliction oppression distress any gospel that tells you your salvation exempts you from 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 issues along the way of life is a lie however we are promised that we should be of good cheer why he has overcome the world now why is this important why is this At the end of the final gospel because there is an entire case law of what happens every time Jesus instructs us to be of comfort or to receive comfort woman of uh, the issue of blood Bartimaeus the disciples on the boat uh, crossing the sea every time he says be of comfort or receive comfort it is pre a prelude to him intervening and doing something and so he then says you have seen my track record therefore whenever you come across issues don't wait for me to say receive comfort is what he's saying he's saying you don't always have to hear a proceeding word or a prophetic word from me saying weep not He's saying now, you can apply that principle to every time you are in tribulation. Why? I have overcome the system that is responsible for your tribulation. I I want you to chew on that for a second. Jesus is saying, whatever troubles you meet on the road of life, I have defeated the system that is responsible for keeping you in trouble. I have overcome, therefore be of good cheer. And of course, the final verse here, let's go there. Let's go back, Christy, the final verse. This is Jesus after he has died and resurrected. Right? Acts 23. Paul has been brought before the council of Jerusalem, not the council of the apostles, the council of the Sanhedrin with a conspiracy to kill him. Paul is facing being framed, railroaded. He's the victim of a malicious conspiracy. Lies have been told about him. He's been beaten. He's been imprisoned. His life is on the line. And the Bible says the night following, after they literally had to rescue him from a mob that was going to kill him, right? The night following, the Bible says, the Lord, every time you see the word L, capital Lord, in the New Testament, it's almost always talking about Jesus and the exceptions are when it's talking about the Holy Spirit as an emissary of Jesus. But if he talks about standing, right, it's talking about Jesus. In essence, the physical manifestation of an entity called the Lord, Jesus. The Lord stood by him and said, and of course we know it is of Jesus because he then says, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as you have testified of me in jerusalem so you must bear witness also at rome again jesus is saying relax paul you're not going to die in jerusalem remember the, the 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 risk was paul was either going to be sentenced to death or lynched by a mob jesus says be of good cheer the word "cheer" there's comfort right it's the same words look at it again Remember, I'm showing you every single time that Greek word tharsios is used. So it's the same word again, comfort. Where are we? chair, sorry. Tharsios or tharsio, comfort, right? He's saying, relax, Paul. You're not going to die here. And I don't know who God is speaking to tonight and saying, you're not going to die in Jerusalem because your assignment will take you to Rome. I know the doctor gave you that, fine, that, that uh, medical diagnosis. But relax, you're not going to die in 2023 because you have an assignment in 2029 and beyond. You're not going to die at this level of financial suffering because your destiny will require a level of financial buoyancy to fulfill all God has for you. You're not going to die at this level of spiritual consecration because there are higher heights for you to attain to. be of good cheer the same way you testified of me in this place where you are afraid for your life i'll get you to rome and this was the risen christ whoever god is speaking to you're not dying here you're not ending at this level your life will not fizzle out at this dimension there are higher heights greater depths further roads to travel for the Lord God is saying relax there is greater in your future and I will see to it that you arrive at that future alive in health sane and in your prime so as we've seen every time this concept is presented of Jesus with this word every time this word is used it's talking about Jesus and every time it's talking about him there is the assumption that the reason to not mourn the reason to be of cheer and comfort is that divine intervention is at hand now let's now go to the old testament ashe let the cart out the back and i want to show you the same principle a little bit in the Old Testament Genesis chapter 16 let's go back Chrissy so this is the story of Hagar she has no children she gives her servant to Abraham to to care for uh, let's put it that way to care for Abraham cares for her very well she eventually has a child Sarah gets upset with her at some point for being rude sends her away um, Abraham initially tries to stop her Well, actually, no, no, that's later on when Ishmael is older. But Abraham tells Sarah, whatever you want to do, do with her. Sarah mistreats her. Hagar runs away. The Bible says, the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way of Shur. The fountain of water, where? In the wilderness. We serve a God. That can tell you to weep not because he's able to build a fountain of water in the wilderness. The angel says, where are you coming from? Where are you going? She's like, duh, I'm running away from that crazy woman, Sarah. The angel says, return to her. Submit yourself under her hand. I will multiply your seed exceedingly. In essence, as a promise given. Stay with me. The first time Hagar meets an angel in the wilderness, a spring of water in the middle of the wilderness. She's in a barren place, but there is a. She's in a, a season or a place in her life, or a a a a, a, a spiritual environment. That is designed to be. Good to see you, Mr. Amedu. Um, that is designed to be adverse, but God has prepared for her a spring of water in the wilderness, a fountain in the wilderness. And the angel makes her a promise. He says, if you go back to that place, and, and I don't know who I'm speaking to, but uh, let me. Let me prophesy here a little bit. I just, I feel, I feel an anointing tonight to engineer certain outcomes. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but there are times in your life where God will have you bear with oppressive circumstances. God's will is not always. For your convenience i need you to understand this it is not every time that god's will is for you to move from a place where you are suffering and trying to help me out here now the will of god is not always towards towards milk and honey is what i'm trying to say the bible says in Psalm 23, the Lord's pre- uh, uh, the 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 twenty-third psalm. Sorry, the Lord's my shepherd. His Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He leads me beside the still waters for His name'sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil, but the Bible says he restores my soul, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So while he's leading you in the path of righteousness, sometimes the paths of righteousness will pass through the valley of the shadow of death. And many people have abandoned or shipwrecked or delayed their destiny. The other twin is here. Good to see you. Um, many times Amedu is Paul, right? And Wilson is Peter. I keep, I keep, I keep mixing up your names, right? Amedu is Paul and Wilson is Peter, right? Because i don't want to congratulate the wrong person on the wrong thing but good to have both of you love both of you very very deeply uh bernard good to see you um and so like i was saying there are seasons where it is god's will for you to endure hardness like a good soldier and if you skip the hardness that it is god's will for you to endure you simply postpone at best or destroy at worst so you delay at best or at worst destroy god's will for you if you were raised on the hyper grace and destructive extreme of new creation realities you have perhaps been taught to discern god's will by the of path of least resistance i've heard people say like people say things like and don't get me wrong the, it's true it's just not the complete truth that you know uh, you can discern god's will based on where there's favor yes sometimes favor could be a sign of god's will but there are times where god's will is in the place where there is no favor there are times where god will tell you isaac don't leave the land because there's famine don't go down to egypt and as we saw here let's go back to chrissy god tells hagar go back to your mistress who is mistreating you the bible does not say sarah bible doesn't tell us sarah stopped mistreating her She ran away because Sarah was mistreating her. I want you to imagine now. Think about this. Sarah's mistreating her because she gave her to Abraham to care for her. And she eventually got upset at Abraham's care for her. So, um, ladies, help me out. You think Sarah was unhappy when she ran away? (laughs) She gave her to her husband to care for her eventually she's going to have a baby and then sarah starts to mistreat her and then she runs away how many of you realize sarah was probably going yes and then she comes back so first of all you're back a reminder of my failure to be able to have a baby secondly you had the guts to run away and now you have to come back with your tail between your legs and god says that it was his will for he got to go back just just thought to put that there but then there's a promise attached to it right and the promise is that i will multiply your seed it will not be numbered for multitude meaning even from your place of affliction I will use your affliction to birth greatness he says you will have a child a son his name shall be ishmael listen and the name let's look at the name ishmael it literally means god has heard let's look at the name ishmael right the name ishmael means god will hear or god has heard so in essence it is your affliction that will guarantee your greatness your 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 child's greatness the, the greatness of what you will birth will be as a direct response to god's observing the injustice that has been meted out to you are you following me this is the first time hagar runs away or hagar leaves abraham's family uh and encounters an angel in the wilderness okay now many of you know the story it's not the last time that hagar will end up in this wilderness and encounter an angel of the lord the next time is in genesis chapter 21. so in genesis chapter 21 sarah finally has her baby after being cared for Ah, and now that she has her baby, she has a problem with Hagar and her son. So she says unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be here with my son, even Isaac. Abraham was very upset, but God says, Do as Sarah said. Now, think about this. God is asking a father a good man to kick out you know I'm trying to make this family friendly but for those of you who are adults you get where I'm going right let's help the kids out and God says it's okay Abraham send them away he promises him hey I'll make that guy who was the result of your caring for Hagar, I'll make him a great nation as well because he is your seed. Abraham rose up early in the morning, took bread and water, gave it to Hagar, put it on her shoulder and the child. So listen, he gave them enough water for both of them to carry. Stay with me now. Abraham is not an irresponsible man. He gives them bread and water. He puts it upon her shoulder and the child's shoulder. Point I'm making is this is I know I know it says a bottle, but but okay, let's let's let, let me show this to you. Let's read this in the Hebrew because this is one of the times where if you don't understand the Hebrew grammatical structure, you can get in trouble. So Sakam means rose up early. Sakam Abraham Bukab means Abraham rose up in the morning. I declare that somebody will rise up in the morning in this season of Bokar in Jesus' name. Receive it. Laka Lahem means he took bread, right? Mayim. So 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 Laka Lahem Hemet Laim. Now let's look at Hemet. Bottle or water skin. There is no distinguishing between this word in hebrew as singular and plural stay with me this word could be could easily be used for one bottle or for ten but look at the word that comes after it for water right it's the word mayim where are we now that's forward yep mayim so now mayim says the dual of a primitive noun but using a singular sense but it's a dual right and the reason i'm pointing it out is the word im or yim in any hebrew word means multiple of it means more than two. Cherubim, Cherubim, Nephilim, Seraphim, right? Okay, so it's used in the bible as water, waters, water spring, washing, water course, flood watering, okay? Point I'm making is it's talking about a lot of water Abraham didn't give them one tiny bottle to share does that make sense he gave them enough water for two of them to carry because as a responsible father and man he would have figured out their journey and they wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba so they're back in that wilderness it says the water was spent in the bottle it's the same word kemet. like i said it could be several bottles at least two because you can't put one bottle on the back of two people is the point i'm making you can't put water one container of water on two people's backs at the same time so at least two bottles if not more So, the Bible says she wandered, she was wandering. Now, she wasn't in a straight line is the point I'm trying to make. If if Hagar had traveled in the straight line between where she was coming from and where she was trying to go, she would not have run out of water. Her grief, her pain, her sense of... I want you to think about this. So, you're a young girl because when when they met her was when they got to Egypt you are sold into slavery first of all secondly this family buys you thirdly your mistress uses you as a means to an end your master uses you as an object of gratification you eventually have a child you are mistreated God tells you to go back and then when your child is roughly 12 13 years old right you are then kicked out unceremoniously because eventually this woman now has her own child i I want you to imagine the sense of betrayal the sense of emotional and 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 psychological trauma that this young lady had gone through according to history and 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 because the bible says she was if if you read the story of when sarah offered her to abraham she would have been a young child when she was taken maybe 12 13 14 from from egypt she would have been a teenager roughly maybe in her late teens at the best when she was quote unquote cared for by abraham Isaac, uh, israel is roughly 13 12 at this time so she is she's no older she cannot be any older than 35 at this point In fact if you if you assume if you say she was 19 then she's probably 32. but let's 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 at most she's somewhere in her late 20s to her early 30s she has been sold into slavery used as an object of gratification mistreated used to further the ego of her master and mistress and now she's been unceremoniously dumped i want to ask you the question tonight do i have any hagers in the room and i don't mean has this specific thing happened to you i'm just saying anybody here feel like life or people have been unfair to you and misused you anybody suffering the trauma of going through this kind of mistreatment and abuse If that's you i want to hear i want to see in the comment section if it's not that's fine if life has been perfect to every single person here then i celebrate with you but do i have anybody who feels like hagar who says my life has been one series of abuse disappointment mistreatment and let me also help you out Hagar is walking through the exact same wilderness as she did when she had a chance to escape. <laughs> Kadesh and Jeremy said yes. <laughs> Sons, um, okay, um, may you never feel, may you never experience what Hagar said in Jesus' day because um, I, I think you, trust me when I say, I think I know that your lives, while maybe not perfect, have been very nice, very good. But hey, I'm glad you 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 feel Hagar's pain. Hagar is in the same place she was when God made her promise, Hagar is in the same place she was when she could have avoided, in essence Hagar is probably thinking 13 years ago, I could have moved on with my life, you told me to go back to the abuse and now I am no better, Hagar is feeling I've wasted 13 years of my life, in essence uh, she's not down She at this point she's not even complaining anymore about what happened when she was sold in egypt about what happened when she was forced to be cared for hagar is saying lord 13 years ago i escaped i was on my way to safety i didn't run out of water then in fact i came to a spring and this is what i'm talking about the fact that she must have been wondering because The last time she left in a straight line, she arrived at the spring of water. So Hagar would have remembered if she was in her right senses where those springs were and how to get there. The fact that she found herself and her son without water and at the point of death meant one or both of two things that happened. Either one in her pain and her grief she missed her way and couldn't remember how to get there or two she was so emotionally distraught rather than making a straight journey she began to wander, like the bible says and ended up running out of water before getting to the place that we were told about in chapter 16 where there was a spring of water and as she's walking and and i don't know who i'm talking to you guys you know what for all of you who are quiet in the comment section i pray that this is not your story but if i have two or three people like me who knows what i'm talking about holla at your boy where you revisit certain geographical locations seasons relationships people something you you come to a place a personal situation that is exactly almost identical to something from a long time and you feel you know what i'm right back here no progress i've wasted 13 years of my life if i was going to run away without an inheritance for me and my son 13 years ago i had him in my womb i had escaped in essence she's thinking to herself the life i'm now going to live as a single mother at less than 35 having been used abused and thrown out of a house i've served with my life is not going to be any better than if I had escaped that house 13 years ago. I could have found a husband in the last 13 years. I could have made a life for myself. In essence, I could have started building. I'm going to have to build from scratch now. I could have had a 13-year head start. Hagar is traumatized. She's in pain. She's bitter in the bitterness of soul. It says the bottle of water in the bottle was spent, meaning she'd been drinking it they'd been drinking and she put the child under one of the shrubs now again I want you to think you will not see a shrub in a desert if there was no source of water nearby a wilderness or desert will not now this is not a cactus this is a shrub right like a bush or something the fact that something green was growing meant water was near but again hagar is broken to the point of she can't put two and two together anymore so she puts the child in the shrubs under the shrubs she sat down over against him a good way she she gives a good distance in essence as if it were a bow shot meaning she goes far enough for you to need to shoot an arrow to get from one place to the other. And she says, I don't want to see him die. Now, who is she talking about? She's talking about the, car, the, the the child, the kid, the guy. That God prophesied about to her five chapters, 13 years earlier. This is the child that God spoke about and said would be born when he was in the womb they didn't have ultra scans at the time God told her through an angel he'll be a boy his name will be Ishmael because I have seen your affliction I will make him great Hagar has come to the point where she has given up on that prophecy she doesn't believe God's going to come through anymore she's accepted my son's going to die and I don't want to be there to watch it I'm going to go away turn my back so I can't see him And then the Bible says she lifted up her voice and wept. Mm. Mm. She lifted up her voice and wept. Now, hear me. The Bible then says the boy, God heard the voice of the lad. Nowhere does it say the lad was crying. Please look at this with me. Nowhere does it say the lad was crying the bible doesn't tell us ishmael was weeping or crying or hungry or thirsty because others have taught this and i think i might have taught this. this is why experience in ministry is important and this is why visibility because there are things that you will say in your first year in ministry right that like me now in your 23rd year you may not want to say anymore I've heard people say this well it, it was the lad who had a covenant with god hagar did not have a covenant with god so when hagar was crying god ignored her when ishmael cried god remembered the covenant baloney it was when she lifted up her voice and wept that the lord heard his voice the bible doesn't say he was crying he might have been saying goo." goo. actually he was 13 so he would not have been saying goo, "goo or gaga does that make sense he would have been old enough to talk bible didn't say he heard the cry of the land let's look at this real quick i I, I need to make this is important now lifted up her voice right is the word Nassau. we've looked at this before it means to lift to cry right to exalt to assist to carry to bear continuously right in essence she literally amplified her voice she made her voice loud she strengthened her voice she said this she did this with an amplified voice and she wept the word wept we've looked at before right it's the word bakar to weep in bitterness humiliation to weep bitterly to bewail to cry to shed tears to lament to mourn to be sore to complain right Hagar is complaining the Bible says God heard the voice. Now, this is not the this. Look at the word voice here. It's the word koli. It literally means to talk or to or the sound of. It doesn't tell us now. It, see, it, it is it is very very rarely, if any, at any point, used of somebody crying or saying something in bitterness. Voice, noise, sound, thunder, proclamation, thunderings, fame. So it was not Ishmael's complaining that God responded to. Hagar was crying and her weeping remind her weeping. when I say reminded I don't mean God forgot but something about her weeping put pressure on heaven to say it was in this same vicinity at five, five chapters ago 13 years ago that you spoke to this woman and you promised her something and the thing you promised her is about to die Hagar is saying water has run out at some point Going to die. I don't want to watch my son suffer. God, I give up. And when she begins to cry, God says, Nope, we have a covenant, we have a deal. Who am I talking to? God says, I made you a promise. I made you God says, I made you a promise. God says, I said something to you five chapters 13 years ago. I have not forgotten. So God heard the voice of the lad, and the same messenger, the angel of the of God. Called to Hagar out of heaven. He says, Hagar, what's wrong? Fear not. This is the Hebrew version of be of good comfort. Remember, the word comfort there meant courage. Thalseo. He's saying to her, what jesus said the eight times he spoke these words in the gospels and the book of acts hagar be of good comfort thasio receive the ministry of the comforter for god has heard the voice of the lad where he is arise lift up the lad and hold him in your hand listen arise we're going to look at this tomorrow how to respond to the phrase weep not because every time god says weep not or be of good comfort as i if you read if you looked at the verses we looked at today you would have seen that but that's for tomorrow there was usually something for the person to do in response arise shine Wow, your light has come arise lift up the lad and hold him in your hand the thing i promised the thing i the thing i spoke don't abandon it because it looks like it's oh who am i talking to somebody that thing that god spoke to you about don't abandon it because it looks like thank you christian like it's about to die hold it in your hand don't be ashamed of it don't walk away from it i spoke i remember what i said i said i said God is saying, see God, see, this is Jehovah Millennial. God is saying, I said what I said. Lift up the lad. Hold him in your hand. Why? Because I will make him a great nation like I spoke. Good to see you, Ruva I will. I'll do exactly what I said I will do. I know it looks like it's about to die. Don't walk Pastor, hold that ministry in your hand. Husband or wife, hold that marriage in your hand. Parent, hold that child in your hand. Person with a medical diagnosis, hold that health. Hold your body in your hands. Hold that business. Hold, ah, hold that calling. Yes, Hold it. For I'll do exactly what I said I would do. make him a great nation and then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the bottle again most likely plural with water and gave the lad drink and God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness where did he dwell? In that same wilderness, where there was supposedly no water. Think about that. The place where she thought he was going to die was the. Pl- hey, Kamosaka. The place where she thought he was going to die was the exact place where he thrived. It was the place where he grew. And became great he dwelt in the wilderness of paran he got married and you know all that kind of good stuff and today that guy ishmael the bible says 12 princes came from him is the ancestor of the entire arab race yes saudi arabia united arab emirates um dubai is uae right so united Arab emirates um what are the other arab countries remind me now saudi arabia dubai help me out qatar that entire part of the world came from ishmael's loins the people who live there today all that oil money all that wealth all that pomp and pageantry and greatness where many of you want to go for holidays today where many of you want to put on your instagram that you went to you know, it's it's a fashion these days. You got to go to the Middle East. You got to dress in a jilbab and take a picture. Good, Ishmael's descendants. And in the same place where his mother was going to give up on his destiny, God says, "Be of good comfort." I want you to look at this in look at this in the Christian Standard Bible, Genesis 21. I'm almost done. What's wrong, Hagar? Don't be afraid. For the Lord has said, I know it says crying, but I just showed you what the word is, Koli. I'm not saying he could not have been crying, I'm saying the Bible doesn't say in the Hebrew. That it was his crying and complaining. God heard him. But said God heard his voice. In essence, he was not dead. He could still make a sound. And the sounds, whatever sounds he was making, either talking, and bear in mind, this was a 13-year-old. So he probably wasn't going, I want water. But God heard him. Get up, she says, God says, Don't be afraid, be of good comfort stop weeping, weep not, get up, help the boy up, grasp his hand for I will make him a great nation. Ladies and gentlemen, I came tonight on Good Friday and remember it bears repeating we're back tonight at 11 pm for the press. For a special Passover prayer meeting at 11 p.m. UK time, it's currently 18 minutes or 17 minutes past 8 p.m. So we're talking just over two and a half hours from now. We're back, and we're going to be praying this specific prayer at 11 p.m. tonight. That every Ishmael, the thing that God forged through your affliction. And he promised you about that looks like it's about to die. God says, Hagar, weep not, be of good comfort. I will fulfill my promise. Open your mouth and begin to pray with me tonight. Open your mouth and begin to pray with me tonight. Say, Lord, I believe. Help my own belief. I receive the ministry of comfort. I will weep not, I will be of good comfort, good courage, good cheer. You have heard my cry and the sound and the voice of the thing you spoke to me about. Your ministry has a sound, your family has a sound, your children have a sound or voice, your business has a sound or voice. Your destiny. When you weep in memorial, in essence, when your weeping is in contradiction of the promise of God, you're, you're mourning something that you believe God spoke about that should not be here. God says, I will remember the thing I spoke about and my response will be weep not be of good cheer why i have not forgotten mm. pastor hear me that same city where your ministry looked like it was dying is the same one god will deliver into your hands mm mm-hmm. the same circumstances that it looked like would bury your marriage god will shame those who want to see you come to shame that same child everybody made fun of i told you the story and i think he sold it to of my brother apostle femi adun apostle femi has said several times in the pulpit and he's told me in private that his mother's family and friends told her just disown or forget about this boy you know he was a dropout from from university you know my brother was a bad man and i don't mean that in a good way you know, he's proof that God can transform. He wasn't, he was both badly behaved and quote and unquote, a liability. It's one thing to be badly behaved. Listen, you, you could be a thief, but if you're sending your mom money, she may turn a blind eye. <laughs> uh, you may be a lady with an Only Fans account, <laughs> but if you're sending money to your dad, he may turn a blind eye but it's one thing for your behavior to be shameful to your family and then for you to seem to have no value whatsoever they said forget about this boy he was on a campus in 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 ogun state nigeria puffing things that waste people's lives and god said god had told his mother when she was pregnant with him this boy will walk in the anointing and the destiny of Archbishop Idahosa and his mother said god bless mama of blessed memory his mother said "Mm -mm." and that same boy today my brother that same boy today is fulfilling that prophetic word who am i talking to parent that same child that everybody has given up on is the same one who will do you and god proud did god promise it that's the only question now that business now of course if it's a child or marriage that's different but if it's something like a business or ministry if god didn't necessarily if you if you started something god didn't ask you to start humility is to say wow okay lord i've learned my lesson you know i put up something on twitter today uh, and instagram that in seasons of recovery mistakes and errors are luxury you can't afford running ahead of god is probably what got you where you are today don't run settle down like nigerians would say bale. does that make sense you rushed into your first marriage and it ended up in divorce and abuse i know who i'm talking to physical or emotional psychological male or female don't be in a rush to get married a second time Mm. calm down let god speak let him let him make himself clear but if god spoke that same thing he spoke about In the same wilderness where it looked like it was going to die it will rise it will thrive it will become great because he is the God that makes a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert I'm teasing someone I'm not going to mention their name but it is evident that someone is watching today several minutes behind (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by virtue i'm only joking still love you that's that's just as valid lift your hands let me pray for you tonight i told you we'd finish early We i will be done in seven minutes i want to pray for you i want to release a prophetic declaration of everyone including myself tonight the details on how to give are on the screen they're also in the video description on most of the platforms you're watching on definitely youtube and and facebook i'm not sure if they're there in the podcast platform um we don't quote unquote have a special offering time at any point during the service or the broadcast we encourage you to give the details are on your screen they'll come off in a second but they'll be in the video description uh, and now would be a good time to lift up a seed to the lord a passover seed uh, as he directs you if you are a regular giver or tither the kingdom culture or you are kingdom culture build a partner even if you are not a part of a kingdom culture church but if you regularly uh, stand with us financially to do the work that God has ordained for us to do uh, I thank you I love you on behalf of our leadership we appreciate you um I know people say things like we couldn't do this without you let's balance that God could have raised somebody else but you allowed him use you so we couldn't do this if 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 no single human being on the earth would avail themselves of God to be used And you chose to be used. You had a chance to say no, but you chose to be used. And so for that, we are grateful, eternal, and we honor God for you. And we speak increase over you now and forever in the name of Jesus. Now I wanna pray. Father, every Hagar under the sound of my voice, wandering in the wilderness, that has lost time processing the shame, the trauma, and the pain Of their abuse that has dropped the thing that you spoke about because they are sure that it's death and failure is inevitable every pastor that's saying I'm not gonna wait till the day I show up in church and nobody comes first there were 50 then 25 then 10 then 5 Let me shut down while I still have five before I suffer the ignominy of coming to church one day and there's nobody there. Every man or woman who's about to walk out of a marriage because they think it's done. They think their spouse has given up on them and they say, well, before I am the one left behind and walked out on, maybe I should walk out first. Not that they don't love the spouse anymore, not that they don't believe want the marriage anymore but they've come to the conclusion where they've given up on the fact that it can work every entrepreneur who's about to close down a business because it's just not profitable anymore and they've given their best every politician or government or person who is vying or believing for government office who is about to quit uh, trying because they believe they'll never be elected Every parent who believes that this child is beyond help, either medically or behaviorally. Meet us in the same desert you spoke to us. For many of us, it was in the same wilderness. We we, we were happy just to run away. But you told us to stick it out. You met us in the wilderness and you promised us something and we look back over years and we think the last 13 years like Hagar have been a waste. Father, hear our cry as we weep and hear the cry of the child, hear the voice of the child. We receive the instruction to not be afraid. We arise, we get up. We arise from pain. We arise from trauma. We arise from defeat. We arise. We stand up. We defy the depressive atmosphere and cloud that has kept us constricted and restricted. And we pick up the promise. We pick up the Ishmael. His name means you heard our affliction and you will continue to hear our affliction. We pick him up. We lift him up to you. We hold him in our hands because you have told us to weep not. You will fulfill your promise. You will fulfill your prophetic assignment in, to, and through us. And so for this, we are eternally grateful. For this, Lord, we are eternally grateful. Thank you, O thou God and King. Change stories. Rewrite histories. Let many say in the years and decades to come, That it was at passover consecration season 2023 with kingdom culture that the tide turned let this week and weekend and week to come be the seminal moment for many let it be tonight that is the line in the sand let the nation see proof of your fidelity in our lives and give you praise it is in the name of your holy son yeshua that we ask and we know you have heard and will do so we say thank you now and forever somebody somewhere clap your hands oh you people and shout unto god with a voice of triumph shout unto god with a voice of praise shout unto God with a voice of triumph we lift your name on high thank you thank you whoo don't forget we're back tonight at 11 pm um wrong banner we're back tonight at 11 p.m for a special passover press we're going to be crying this scripture to the Lord in prayer we're going to be creating prophetic transactions and lifting up an altar of remembrance to the Lord on the passover exactly one hour from 11 p.m to midnight UK time we're back tomorrow for the final night of the week of apostolic emphasis so it's the final night of teaching but it's not the final night of the fast and the prayer fasting and praying carries on all the way till next week Sunday over the course of next week in addition to myself you will have uh, Reverend Austin Obore and Reverend Gideon Adama ministering virtually with us on at least one night each and of course on Saturday apostle gideon will be with us at the forge in the city of london it's the first time we'll be using the Holborn embassy um, we are excited for what god has to pour out um, there is a registration link that should be in the description if it's not there it'll be there soon i'm sure uh, and perhaps if somebody can also put it in the comment section and pin it uh, Chris, if we could pin it as a comment on both YouTube and Facebook. We're asking you to register. It's free, but we just want to know how many of you are coming so we can plan. Uh, it starts at 10 a.m. and it goes to 10 p.m. on Saturday, the 15th of April. And of course, on Sunday next week, we're going to wrap this amazing season up uh, with a Super Sunday gathering at 1 p.m. in Holborn. And our preacher for the day will again be Apostle Gideon Odoma. The Kingdom Culture Summit registration will begin very soon, but please pop those dates in your diary and get time of work and business right, right this very moment. God bless you. We will see you tonight at 11 p.m. Uh, come Hungry, bring someone with you. And again, the details for giving are both in the video description and on your screen right now. Take care. Bless you, everyone. See you at 11 p.m. tonight. So That's in almost exactly two and a half hours from now. Bye-bye.